You're listening to Ink Studs on CITR 101.9 FM. My guest this week is uh, Mathieu Christ. Um, he is one of the publishers of Bulb Comics out of Switzerland. And uh, it's funny, I, I say publisher, but I almost feel like um, saying publisher kind of takes away from how uh, unique the work is beyond just books, but it's also um, artistic objects. Would you go with publisher as a as a title, or uh, I think I'm fine with publisher, but it's true, it it's more than just publishing books. Um, for two uh, two two. Uh, aspects are interesting I think it, well you you said some of the books are um, objects mm -hmm. I think we have a kind of uh, different approach to books or we don't see books as um, we, we try to show that a book is not like we're used to see a book and also uh, the publishing house is interesting in the um, about the, the economics of publishing because my colleague he started com bulb comics uh, in 1996 and it was his um, how do you say diploma or graduation project at mm -hmm. art school and he did a, a big research on how you how the, the publishing goes um, on on the side of um, well, related to money and how you you can run a publishing house and we have a really I would say special way of running it because it's non-profit uh, and we only uh, pay with books we don't pay with money uh, all the authors we contacted and we've published so far they've accepted these conditions so we always say we will do a project together and we don't get paid ourselves but you won't get paid as well except you will receive books but you don't we don't give money and we've never received grants which means it's really uh, we have total freedom but we have to pay in a way the price of this freedom so I would say the publishing house is special in two ways uh, the way we approach books but also the way we approach um, how to make to make those books in the com commercially what was the decision to do that approach why such a unique way of approaching the work um, I think regarding the commercial aspects my friend Nicholas um, after doing his research and um, I think he came to the conclusion that even if you pay someone, let's say you you have uh, you get some money in advance uh, on your royalties, it's not most of the time it's not that much. You you can't live on that, or maybe some authors they get enough. But um, Nicholas is also an um, illustrator. I I did some illustration a while back, and uh, I did um, once I did a um, children book. And the money I got 
uh, in advance wasn't that much and it was a f uh, well-known publisher here in Geneva so I think he came to the conclusion that it was better to just um, do the books pay with the books and don't expect to earn money because it would be so little money or quite difficult to to earn a living with that and um, also because he he had an um, education in graphic design I think he decided it would be easier to um, work as a graphic designer and run the publishing house on the side and not have to worry too much about um, the commercial aspect and, and focus mostly on the books and about the books themselves um, I think he wanted to show that you could do books without that much money all our books are um, printed without uh, too many colors on not rough papers but um, we, we pay attention to papers but we, we don't choose uh, really expensive papers most of the covers are seal screened we can seal screen we, we learn how to seal screen so we, we can do it ourselves and also again save money mm -hmm. so yeah about the, the form of the book it was to show that um, a comics or a book it doesn't have to be like we see books it doesn't have to be uh, um, hardcover it doesn't have to be full colors etc well maybe we should describe um, the work it is that like most of the, the products that you've put out are these unique little boxes um, with small strips in them tell folks about the these what they are, these objects. Um, so this 2W collection, I think it's the most well-known collection of our publishing house because it's the most unique in a way. The, the format is special, so it's a small book, but it's, it's do you use that word in, in English, leporello? I don't know what that well, it's when you have a strip of paper and you fold it and in the end you have uh, um, f many folds and you can flip it like a book. Oh, so, like a flip book. Um, no, it's not the, the, the two W's. It's not uh, flip books, but it's a strip of paper mm -hmm. and it's folded. I don't know if you have an, a, a word for that. I can't think of one. Okay. <laughs> so let's say the 2W collection is um, a cardboard box and inside you have five mini comics these comics are um, they are folded but once you open them because there is a rubber around them once you open them you can read them like a book but you can also unfold this strip of paper and have um, a large view of the comics and even if this collection is the most well-known of Bob Comics, we have many collections and the, the whole um, idea behind this collection is working with um, standard format of paper and that way you can reduce uh, the cost of doing books 
So these five mini comics are printed on, on an A3. So these are European uh, DIN format. So they are standard. Mm -hmm. So you have this A3. On, on an A3, you can print five mini comics. And then all the, the other collection, so this collection with the boxes is 2W. Then we have 25W. So it's a s slightly larger format about the size of a postcard. And then we have the 40W. These are uh, A5 format. And then at the end, you, you have XW, which is the um, non-format collection, where uh, all the, the special projects go. Uh, um, recently, we, we even published a, a skateboard in this collection. <laughs> Well, I don't know if it's easy to to um, visualize mm -hmm. when you're told about these boxes because it's quite special, but mostly it's uh, small comics. And they're all done as a, just a one print run. Yes, exactly. Editions. And two uh, two spot colors, which means we we always choose two um, two colors. And those colors, when they overprint, they do a third color. And that's also a way to show that you don't have to print full colors. You can print with two colors. And if you choose them well, then you have a third one. And when you look at them and you don't know about printing, you can say, oh, it's nice, all these colors. But it's only two colors. Do you have your own printing press that you use? Or do you um, go to someone specific in Geneva? For the two W, we we've we've been print, printing them for more than ten years. I'll say now fifteen years at the same printing house, and they are um, offset printed. So it's it's not um, when I mentioned seal screen seal screen printing before. It's for the boxes the and all the covers of the books. But since these books, the, the mini comics, they are printed on one sheet. They are printed with another kind of printing, which is called offset. In we we say in offset in in, uh, in in French, and it's more precise. So we we don't print them ourselves, but it's always the same printer, and it's gen in Geneva. We all we all we print all our books in Geneva. We don't print uh, outside of uh, Switzerland. It's um, it's interesting looking at the kind of the list of folks you've had in the boxes, because it's kind of a who's who, of uh, kind of art house uh, comics. Um, Tell me about the curatorial process when you're putting together a box. Um, selecting. Yeah, selecting the the authors. When it's started I think it was mostly publishing people from Geneva but that, not only it was mostly Geneva and then people in Switzerland and people in France and in Europe and also a little bit of people in America and about choosing them it's it's we we look at people's work a lot and then we sometimes we take some time 
to talk about it and then we we get in we get in touch with those people it works mostly like that so most of the time we we contact the people we want to publish and also when we we publish someone that we like and we have um, a good um that you say relationship or we get along really well sometimes we say oh um would you have suggestions like people we we don't know and you you, you know and we could publish and this it works mostly like that and or maybe i should add that um choosing uh, those people or those artists is one part and then the, the second part is getting in touch with them and i think what helps when we get in touch with artists is that uh, Nicholas is also published by a few publishers. One is uh, Drawn and Quarterly, mm-hmm. and sometimes we we contacted people that were published by Drawn and Quarterly, and some of the people we contacted uh, knew about his work. So it helps also to get some. It helps when 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 you first get in touch. I think in the in the most recent box um, set Y, you have uh, Charles Burns and Matt Brinkman, and Matt Brinkman himself is someone who's I know uh, or understand to be fairly hard to get work from, and so it's pretty impressive to get a person uh, it, of his caliber in there. Yeah, I think we are we are impressed ourselves that we managed to uh, to do a comic with him. Because uh, it was not easy to 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 get in touch. Well, I wouldn't say it was not easy to get in touch. It was easy to get in touch, but then we lost a, a connection for a few months or even a year. And then we we decided to call it today. We say, okay, it it, it didn't work. Maybe uh, we'll try later. And then when we decided to print this um, 2W box uh, with Charles Burns, it was um, the the two colors we chose for that box is two blacks. So it's it's um, a black ink and another black ink. They have a different tint. Oh, okay. So one is slightly green and the other is slightly purple. Yeah. And knowing the work of Matt Brinkman, we decided to to try again and get in touch and say, okay, uh, we have this new box. It's two blacks. So if you work in black and white, you will get this really nice double black. Uh, what about trying to do a mini comic? And he said yes. And then uh, I had to to be um, no, but it, it worked really well. Yeah. But you, you ha- sometimes you have to be, um, you need tenacity, I would say. <laughs> <laughs> also uh, to, to, to help um, authors when they need, um, uh, uh, they don't need feedback, but sometimes they need technical um, answers or they, they need some more time and you have to be, you have you need tenacity, but you also need to be flexible and to um, to listen to what people 
need if they need more time or the if they can do it that time for one box they might be they might do it doing it for another one so but we were really happy to have uh, Charles Burns and Matt Brinkman together and if we talk about the the choice for the the three others of this box there is um Xavier Robel he's the brother of Nicolas okay and then you have uh, Aisha France, she's uh, from Germany. We, we, we've recently discovered her work. And the third artist, it's, the name is It's Raining Elephants, but it's two, uh, two women. And we chose them because Nicholas was invited to do a children's book. He received a postcard from the publisher and the postcard was from these uh, two ladies. It was beautiful drawing, uh, pencil drawing, and it, again, we really liked the, the drawings, the, the, the stories, and also as they were um, working well in black and white and the, the box was printed with two blacks, we decided to invite them. It's very beautiful, that one, um, with the odd little characters. It's, I almost feel like w when I look at these works, um, you're really meeting uh, it's kind of comics mixed in with a little bit of um, animation mm -hmm. in the way in the style of storytelling okay which I don't know it's 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 very different way of doing it which I really appreciate um, what, what do you mean the the, the format the way the like way it's, the, that kind of book uh, maybe brings some um, animated work like it, it, it looks like, because so, some of the work, it's uh, a continuous background, and these characters are going through that background yeah, without, exactly. without being divided by panels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So it kind of reminds me of when characters are going across, like, say, mm -hmm. Scooby-Doo cartoon, and it's the yeah. same, <laughs> but a little different than Scooby-Doo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm curious about the uh, um, avant-garde kind of seen in Europe um, are there other folks doing similar work to yourselves like you mentioned I think in an email that you don't do Angoulême um, but you're also talking about Fumetto is there kind of different comics cultures that you're a part of um, about Angoulême we, we, we used to go I, 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 should, I should say um, Nicholas used to go I think he, he went maybe six times to Angoulême um, with the publishing house and uh, then well I didn't started the publishing house with him it was his graduation project and then he mm -hmm. he developed the publishing house and I decided to well he invited me to join in 2002 so it's 10 years ago so when I arrived or when we decided to collaborate on the publishing house I only went once to Angoulême, but we went to Fumetto maybe almost each year, but not as a as the as a publishing house. We went there because once or twice Nicholas had exhibitions there. Um, a couple of times the publishing house was invited, but most of the time it, it was because we liked the festival and it's it's an, in the German part of Switzerland in a really nice city we, we like and Lucerne. Mm -hmm. 
but I think well the, the two festivals are really different uh, I think if you publish books even if you publish books that are not really um, um, they, they don't look like comics in a way or people who uh, read comics and are used to a certain amount of pages a certain format maybe they will be a bit um, surprised by our books but I think it's nice to go to really big festival like Angoulême to show the books as uh, otherwise some people who are more into formatted books or um, uh, classical comics they they might never see um, different ways of publishing uh, comics so I think it's good to go to Angoulême and we, we haven't been to Angoulême for years it's not because we don't want to go to Angoulême but it's maybe because we uh, as we run bulk comics on the side of the graphic design studio it's sometimes difficult to, to find enough time to work on the books uh, talk about the books and then go to festivals so for the past years we we try to go to festivals but we we try to go to different festivals mm -hmm. it's also very costly yeah yeah <laughs> of course it's it's costly to go now you're near the end you're going to stop doing the two w boxes soon i think you said z is the last one or yes well we will we will um even stop publishing with that let last letter. It's like a countdown. Do you have something else in mind that you're gonna start up with that? After the that? publishing house? You mean after the After you're done with two W. Um well we we have a few books in mind before coming to this last letter. Um because now it's been 15 years of publishing totally um, independently so mm -hmm. without any grants no well I wouldn't say it's not not fair to say uh, totally indie or independently because we have a, a lot of support from people and friends many people helped us with the publishing house uh, well, when what I didn't mention about uh, small comics and the, that are in the, those boxes is that, for example, all the boxes they are hand folded. We fold them ourselves. All the mini books are folded by hand. So we've we've had friends and uh, we organized dinners to uh, to fold the books. Folding parties. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and we listen to music, talk, and drink, and have a nice dinner, and then fold the books. So it's yeah, it's been a lot of work. So we we didn't get any um, commercial support or grants, and we've been doing it for. Well, my friend did it for fifteen years. I did it for ten years. And I think at some point it's like when you do you play tennis and uh, you really enjoy it but at some point, some point you decide okay maybe it's time to to quit not to quit uh, to quit comics and uh, we, we still love comics and drawing and illustration 
but maybe it's time to say okay um, we've we've published many books we've getting we we contacted many many great people it's it's an amazing adventure but at some point we will like we would like to do something else so we have a few books that we'd like to publish there are two books in the 25w collections one from john porcelino the other one from aisha france there will be one in the xw collection from um, xavier robel it will be um, sketchbook and then when we've published those three last books we will publish the z letter and it will be the last book or the last books because it will be five mini comics in a box that we will publish and that's it and that's it yes <laughs> uh, it's nice when you plan it yeah it's if, if, if i come back to the the the, the sports comparison if you have to quit because you because of an injury or because you're you're so bad you can't play anymore then or or say if i if you decide okay i quit because you don't feel like playing anymore we we feel like publishing but at some point we we think it's it's um it's wise and and good for us to decide at when we want to finish and and finish it well in a way. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's really interesting. Like, um, do you know what you want to do when you're done? Like, do you want to make comics yourself or take on any other kind of creative endeavors? So we um. We run this publishing house, but we have a graphic design studio. Okay. Together. Uh, this is the, our daily job. But we have uh, another project. But it's maybe too early to talk about it, but it's related to graphic design or say to typography. And Nicholas is, uh, is, um, has books um, of his own has projects in in editorial but um for myself i'm not planning to draw comics right now i'm i'm focusing more on uh, drawing letters i'm i'm doing type design on the side as well like so i think we'll develop develop more our own um projects so nicholas will be will draw more or maybe work on a big book and I will keep on working on typefaces. And we might also start a small publishing, not publishing house, but <laughs> not again, but that like publishing books related to graphic design. Mm -hmm. So we have many projects. It's not, uh, we, we don't want to go on holidays and it, it's just that after, well, I think when we, finish when we when we will publish the last box it will be maybe 18 years of uh, independent publishing so it's quite uh, yeah yeah it's a lot it's a lot but it's strange to say we have a countdown and then we we, we know when it will be finished I, I can understand it it sounds funny to hear a publisher say that 
did you have this in mind for a long time, or is this more a recent thing that you two decided? I think for a few few years. But we are not in a hurry to finish. Yeah. At some point we said, okay, um, we will quit or we will finish it when it's it's letter Z. And then we plan everything, and as we do it on the side, then some projects took uh, longer. Uh, we we are still, uh, I think the letter Z is almost complete. Well, it's not that we we've received all the the comics, but uh, I think we have four four artists that are um, part of the box. There is one last that we we have to. To choose or to invite, but we have time. It's not we were not going to hurry just to finish it. I was looking at the catalog that you sent me of the works, and I opened it up big, uh, unfolded all, and in big bold writing it says, "We're still here, you bastards." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and it, it it's interesting reading that, and then hearing that you are coming to an end. Um, what are you saying when you say that we're still here, you bastards? I it, I think it comes from Nik Nicholas uh, liked this um, uh, sentence. I think it comes from um, a movie, uh, Papillon, Butterfly. Okay. Well, I think we, what we like in this um, this this phrase is that. The, the, um, it's a funny way to say uh, we keep on doing it it's a little bit um, how you say ir irreverent yeah irreverent yeah yeah so we we like it like that it's it's not uh, politic politically correct <laughs> that's okay <laughs> But uh, we like this idea of uh, saying it, and we we did uh, stickers of it. So sometimes we stick them on on packages, and we 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 like the idea that the postman will read that we're still here, you bastard. <laughs> so tell me about your personal interest in typography, um, and kind of what you what kind of work you're doing there um, I I got interested in typography when I studied graphic design that's one of the um, subjects we really like to talk about with Nicholas so th that's one of the, the, the things we um, we talked a lot about and that got us more together and we, we, we like typography we, we care about typography when I set up typography, at first it was using type mm -hmm. or looking at type, choosing type, using it. And and then slowly and slowly I decided on my side because before I was drawing and uh, drawing illustration, but I was having a hard time to find what I wanted to draw. And at some point I decided, oh, it's, it's too much of a um, headache because of I don't know why, but it, it was really difficult to to draw for me. 
I like to draw, but I don't know. It was I was making it too difficult, and I was at at the end. I I realized I wasn't really enjoying enjoying it. It was too much effort to draw because I was asking myself many questions: Why am I drawing? What 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 shall I draw? So at some point, I decided: Okay, I should uh, stop drawing or pretending I draw, and maybe I can draw, but not. Uh, say I want to do a book or I want to draw a story and I slowly and slowly with my interest in typography my interest in drawings I decided that I wanted to draw type and it was uh, when was it 2007 I went to Holland to study type design I did a, ma a master there it's called type and media you only do uh, you only draw letters for one year <laughs> <laughs> and, and you you are about 10 people in the same class and everybody is uh, um, obsessed with type it's quite funny but I, I was lucky I, I was in a really great class with uh, great people that were obsessed but not uh, in a bad way I would say it was still really interesting to meet those people and talk about it and talk about anything and as everybody was coming from different countries uh, there was only one guy from Holland uh, everybody, everybody was curious about the culture or uh, we had a lot of to exchange about the countries we were coming from and I even have uh, one of the guy in my class uh, Ross was um, he's from Vancouver Oh, okay. I think you mentioned you'd come here. I yes, guess, was I, that with him or? Yeah, he got married, and uh, he invited me, and I decided to fly because I uh, I, I like him. I like his wife. She also um, she was in Holland when I studied there. Another friend also did the same master in type design. He's also in Vancouver. They run a studio together. It's called Working Format, and uh, so I decided to fly to for the wedding and also to go to Vancouver because when we studied together, we talked about our countries. Uh, they visited, uh, I think they visited Switzerland. I'm not sure, but uh, since I, I've never been to Vancouver, it was nice opportunity to to meet them again and to visit the the city. I really I enjoyed it. I hope it wasn't too wet while you were here. No, no, it was summer <laughs> and didn't rain that much. No, it was it was great. Typography is interesting because there's different aspects to it, and I'm wondering, like, is it the artistry you can do with it? It's the like finding ways that um, changing how people read things. Um, are there particular takes you have on it? of how you want to like develop it, develop your work. I I really liked the uh, history of typography. I I liked um I like revivals. So it's when you look at um you study an old typeface that doesn't exist in digital format and you decided to you decide to redraw it. I like I enjoy this uh uh, revivals because it's nice to look at what was done before and think about how you can revive it and present it now 
and how it can be useful. But it, yeah, type, yeah, sometimes when I draw typefaces, letters, I ask myself the same question when I was drawing uh, illustration, that why am I drawing letters? <laughs> it takes a lot of time and you look at curves for hours and sometimes you wonder what, why, what's the sense of drawing these letters and there is, a, there is always this question that comes to, to mind when you, you draw typefaces and you say to people, I draw letters, they say, but why, why do you need to draw new alphabets? What's the point? There are so many. I think it's, uh, uh, for myself, I, I, when I went to study type design, I wanted to be able to draw the typefaces that I wanted to use myself. It's not that I can't find typefaces I want to use, but I wanted to, uh, for some projects, like maybe like an illustrator, you, 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 you have to do a poster and you draw it. And in graphic design, most of the time you, you, you use a typeface you haven't done. I think my ultimate fantasy in graphic design was to say, um, typeset a book with my own typeface or do a poster and use my own typeface. So it's it's part of my practice. I really wanted to, uh, in, in you say encompass or include mm -hmm. uh, something that I I could create from from scratch myself in the field of graphic design. But it, but, uh, sorry. Go ahead. Um, but I also work on typefaces that I, that will be published. So it's not only working or drawing letters for myself or for friends. Or it's also I also try to work on typefaces that other people can use. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when you work on typefaces that you want to sell or to be published, um, you can have many reasons. I think there are aesthetical aesthetic or aesthetic reasons also improve maybe improve the quality of um, when people have to read a certain kind of typeface make it more interesting or more special those are yeah highly personal but um, it's it's hard to precisely say why I apart from using it myself in my uh, my work as a graphic designer when I when you work on a typeface you can set yourself many reasons to design a typeface the, the, there is one I am working on and and it right now the, the, the main idea is to do a really good uh, text typeface mm -hmm. but you could say there are many good type text typefaces but then you you try to bring something different or but still it it's uh yeah hard hard to say precisely why uh or what what the 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 reason behind it when it comes to publishing a typeface i would say now you mentioned you're interested in the hist in like a historical t typeface um would you like say go to bookstores, uh, antiquarian bookstores, and just look for an old type of book? Um, 
I'm curious, like, what kind of research, like, how that would work for you? Um, <clears throat> it could be to going to bookstores, or it, it can even be um, walking on the streets and looking at a signage or a painting, and then you have one letter, an old one, and you decide, oh, that's an interesting shape. Maybe I, I can bring it to um, to drawing the whole alphabet with that idea behind it or some projects it's because some typefaces that are really nice and they work really well don't exist digitally mm -hmm. so when I was in Holland we, we saw books from the French uh, Dido dynasty it was a big family they did uh, printing type design and one of these typefaces that we've we've seen is really nice really well drawn really interesting and from all the digital typefaces of this uh, dido family the one one of the of the the typefaces we've seen in a, in a few books are not uh, haven't been drawn digitally so I, I like the, this idea of finding a typeface that I, I find interesting and working on it. And I also uh, started a research on type typewriter typefaces. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite fascinating typewriters. You, you see so many styles. Uh, it, it's quite uh, funny because when you think about uh, typewriters, you always think about the same shapes, but I found about, I don't know, a hundred different styles. I don't know where all these styles went. And it's really difficult to know who designed them. It's probably engineers. So it, when I say studying, it can be going to a bookstore, going to um, a library, um, or just keeping your eye open. It sounds like. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I'm I'm curious to see what uh, what comes out of this next step for you. Um, I don't. Know, I like it. Uh, just a reminder, folks. I've been talking to uh, Mathieu uh, Christ um, from uh, Bulb Comics in Switzerland, in Geneva. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time with me today, Mathieu. You're welcome, um, Robin. I really appreciate it. Me too. Thanks. And uh, may uh, may I add something? Yeah. We we didn't. Uh, I didn't mention, or maybe I mentioned it once. Um, my my friend Nicholas, he had a, an exhibition in Fumetto this year, okay. and we pub published a book for uh, the exhibition, and the book is a skateboard. So well, you, think, met, you mentioned the skateboard as the, yeah. Uh, it, it's worth checking on the website because uh, this is one project that is part of the the XW collection, and this collection is special. We we can do whatever we want. There is no format. And I think it's a good example of uh, uh, object books that you can do. Mm -hmm. No, it's uh, it's really interesting. It's uh, it's. I'll be but sad. The, the the whole website is in French, or you can have it translated. Google Translate does an okay job with it. Yeah, yeah, it's not not fantastic, but it works. Uh -huh. 
<laughs> well, we, we, we did it in French because we, most of the um, American art, artists we publish, say um, uh, John Porcelino or Ron Bridget, mm -hmm. uh we translated their works. So that's why most of the books are in English or in French. And the mini comics, there are many books without uh, any words, and some are in English. That's the reason most uh, well, well, that's the reason why the uh, website is in French. That you're you're in another country. Also, <laughs> <laughs> <Still>, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Mathieu. You're welcome. It was nice talking to you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Until the rising sun